Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. I'm Dan, here with Big Cass. Kind of a sad way to start this episode. I know we're a little late to it, and now everyone's giving their takes. Uh... We didn't want to do like an emergency episode or, you know, anything to really, you know, take advantage of that situation. But rest in peace, number seven, uh, rest in in heaven, Dwayne Haskins. It was, I mean, I was, when I got the text, uh, I was actually, you know, doing out and about on Saturday. I was taking a class for basically become a, a gun owner. Uh, but not relevant, but, um, I got, I got the text at the class and it was shocking. It was like, I got a text at nine 30 just saying rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. And uh, my phone's blowing up and it's just, it's crazy. It's, it's upsetting. He was 24 years old. So young. I mean, I'm 27 Cass. You're, you're an old man <laughs> compared to me. Uh, but I mean, rest in peace, Simba. That's, I mean, it's, it's so sad. Yeah, it was very sad and um, still heartbroken from it. I mean, just because I'm a, a fan, a fan that loves Ohio State football. And, you know, I was heartbroken when Terry Glenn passed away. And I was heartbroken when Will Smith tragically lost his life and in Costa Caro, Georgia. Yeah. I don't know. I, and the thing is, is I don't know these guys. No. But, but Dwayne really hit hard the most and i think just because how recent what how recent of a player he was and he basically changed the landscape of uh ohio state quarterbacks and big 10 quarterbacks if you want to um go that far but i think the the shock of Dwayne because he hadn't hit his prime yet in the nfl i felt like he was about to compete with Mitch Trubisky in that starting quarterback job. It felt like, I mean, it felt like he had the locker room though, because he was down in yes. Florida with, I mean, they're two, Najee Harris Najee and Chase Claypool. Claypool. They're two top skill position guys. So, I mean, it definitely felt like he had the locker room. It, I'm not sure if he was going to win the job, but he was absolutely going to compete. Uh, he was definitely going to get a shot. And it's, it's terrible how, everyone treated him in, yeah. in his death. I mean, it's, it, it's ridiculous. I, I never thought some, I never thought he would get the, the Heisman treatment in his death, the way he was treating the Heisman ceremony. It was the same way they treated him in his death. It was a travesty. What I think Adam Schefter said how he tweeted. And then he tried, you know, he walked it back with his apology a few days later, blah, blah, blah. What I don't Gil, even care. What um, Gil Brandt was the worst. I am. I'm happy. I'm blocked by him on Twitter. You know, I, 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 it makes me proud to say I am on the right side of history there. I, I hate Adam Schefter. I, he goes to that school up north. Every time he comes on 97.1 The Fan, he is a schmuck. He is rude. He is angry. He is, he's a bad dude. He, uh, I'm going to say, he, he, he reports the news, but that doesn't, make, that doesn't mean you're a good dude. He's not a good guy. I don't like him. I'm putting that on the record. Uh, yep. and what and what we're going to do is we're not going to talk about what Gil Brandt said because Gil Brandt was obsolete. Worse. That was abhorrent. No, that was abhorrent. What he said, it's 
he needs to be put in the home. He, like, <laughs> he should not be put in front of the microphone. He should be put yeah. in, a, in, in the home. Because saying that a, a 24-year-old kid I, – I actually, I want to I get into this because I was honestly yeah. really triggered what, what, what he said, Cass. And I know some people don't want to talk about it. I do because he – it was blatantly racist. It was – he was basically saying Dwayne Haskins deserved it, which is no one ever deserves to die at 24. He was saying that, you know, because – He lived to die. He lived to die because the kid left school early. Which, you know, if you go to Ohio State, you, you have that opportunity because he's a great player to become a first-round pick. I don't blame him at all. I, I'm looking – Charging I'm, $50 yeah. at a, at, to have a draft party, so, everyone does that. That doesn't mean you're morally corrupt. That doesn't make you less right. of a person. And just going back to leaving early, I'm looking – everybody knows my jersey collection. Everybody does. Yeah. So I haven't hung my Alave or Rucker jersey because they're up yet. But the jerseys that I have hung up right now – Outside of Malik Harrison and JT Barrett, Michael Thomas left early. Ezekiel Elliott left early. Nick and Joey Bosa left early. Sean Wade left early. Dwayne Haskins left early. Justin Fields left early. You know what? A lot of these guys can leave early too because the way Ohio State structures their program, and they're I have, doing summer courses and they're gradually waiting early. I have five first-round picks up on my wall right now. Well, Thomas Elliott, Haskins, Fields, Bosa, Bosa. That's six. And then I have Chris Olave, who I haven't had time to hang up on the wall. If you're going to be a first-round pick, you're making life. You gotta go. You're making. You gotta more. go. I got a four-year degree. I'm not making millions of dollars. It, that's such a fallacy. Right. That's such an entitled so, way to look at it. You gotta do right. what's in your best interest. So what we're going to do on this show is we're going to honor Dwayne. We are. Um. We're gonna. We have a video. We're gonna play I the took, video in a little bit. I, Cass found I, it. I took this video off of, uh, YouTube. Uh, Steeler Nation guy. I'll give you credit. Uh, you, it's not copyrighted from you, but the videos you took are copyrighted from uh, CBS, ESPN, and um, Fox, Big Ten Network. And we're gonna play this video, and then we're gonna talk about our favorite memory of Dwayne. Um, and then we're gonna get into the spring game. Yeah, because we like, don't want to make this whole show about Dwayne. No, but it's we need to we need to obviously properly speak about it. It's obviously yes. pertinent. It's it's tragic. It's I think it's spring game. I'm excited. I got tickets. I'm going to. Not the first thing on my mind though, sadly, and it's I don't think it's uh, it's really not on everyone's mind. Um, but I guess before we play, while I get the video set up, we're gonna do a quick moment of silence for number seven. Um, so just. You know, and go right into video. Yep, exactly. Moment of silence starting now. All right. Rest in peace, number seven. And I'm about to start the video. Wait. Yeah. What do you think? Go college here. You go college here? <laughs> now, if you come to Ohio State, what position are you going to play? Again, 
Haskins puts on the brakes, taking a shot to Dixon, touchdown Buckeyes. The thing I liked about you most of all, there was a lot to like. In an offense where you're throwing it down the field, you had a good completion percentage, all that stuff. I liked the way you handled yourself, carried yourself. But as the season went on, as a first-year starter, you got better and better under pressure, making reads more quickly, getting out of pressure, completing passes, some of them like incredible plays. With the 15th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Washington Redskins select... Dwayne Haskins. Haskins fires downfield on third down. It's caught. Robert Davis, touchdown. Second straight lead for Davis. Oh, what a wonderful job Dwayne Haskins did on that one. Haskins to the end zone, leaping up. That's a touchdown for Dontrell Inman. First and ten. Looking deep for McLaurin. Has a step, and McLaurin with the catch. So, yeah, rest in peace, number seven. Really good video. It's career life cut way too short, and it's still playing. There we go. I had to exit it. But, I mean, Cass, what was your favorite moment from from number seven? Well, I have a lot um, just because, you know, I adored Haskins. Like, that smile he he put on the face – but personally, I'd have to say when JT Barrett went down in 2017, uh, I was there. Um, I was working for Fox. Um, and JT goes down from a cameraman in a, before the game. Ohio State's losing. This dude comes in and throws that strike to Austin Mack. I knew right then and there that this kid was something special. He was going to come in and completely – you know, rewrite history books. Mm-hmm. And he did. He absolutely did. Uh, it, from that pass, if he doesn't make that pass to Austin Mack and complete it, we lose to Michigan. I am. That's what I believe. And I don't think Haskins is Haskins. I really don't because I think Joe Burrow would have ended up staying. They would have tried Joe Burrow out with a year um, coming off of that bri- broken wrist. Because uh, I don't think Haskins would have end up having that mentality, but knowing he came in and made that pass, that fir- that third down pass to Austin Mack, that right there was my you know my favorite memory. But I would have to say all that's you know in 2018. I mean, whew, 50 touchdowns, eight interceptions. 
Um, I think I know he had to come back against Penn State, you know, through that past of uh, Victor. And I know he had the uh, complete dominant game against Michigan. But my favorite moment in 2018 was he when he single-handedly put the team on his back and beat a feisty Maryland team. I That's my favorite moment, too. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. A beat a feisty Maryland team and did it, did it himself, ran the ball. 50, and, I, 50, I think, believe the score is 52-51. And, I, I mean, we also got a shout-out to Mario McCall for that big-time big, big time kickoff return. But that game, yeah, I mean, that game, he was the reason we won that game. No one else was doing anything. You're right. I mean, Pete Werner getting burnt by McFlorin, McFarland, our linebackers totally out of – I think I go back and everybody talks about how bad Ohio state's defense was this, this past season. Everybody forgets because of the season Dwayne Haskins had how bad that 2018 defense was. That defense was really, really bad too, but that it got better. It did get better. Um, But that, because I think they end up completely destroying Michigan, but that, Maryland game and of course the Michigan game 2017 is my absolute favorite. Yeah, it's, I mean for me, you nailed it on the head cast. I, the Maryland, like I was reflecting, obviously the Michigan throw to Austin Mack, him growing up right then and there, big, 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 probably the biggest part of his legacy. The, that's the play we'll all remember. The performance I remember is obviously going to be the Maryland performance. The Penn State performance is also great. The throw to Victor. He threw KJ that. Hill. People say, yeah, that was a bad throw. Yeah, it was a bad throw. But he, trust, he trusted Victor to make that play. That, I mean, I, not even that. It was when he threw the pick. And I, I believe the pick wasn't even his fault. I believe he got tipped and picked off. But him running down. And I believe he got, he was like scrapping on the ground with a Penn State defensive end. I want to say it was uh, Sharif Miller. So yeah, Sharif Miller. Him and him and Sharif both got like a penalty because they were like wrestling on the ground. Like that just showed the fight of him. And I remember too. And people forget in 2017. I mean, we had JT Barrett. There was a small, probably like 20 percent people that wanted Haskins to start over JT Barrett. Um, it, it was a weird. It was a weird time. Because everyone obviously know, knew JT Barrett was the guy, but everyone was basically hyping up Haskins' potential. But statistically, he will go. He will go down as the best, you know, single season Ohio State quarterback of all time, with without a doubt. It's well, J- Justin Fields was close. I, th- but-, but I think, and this is a good segue. Rest in peace, Dwayne. But I think there's another number seven that has the potential to shatter Dwayne's records um, this season. And that's CJ Stroud, um, who did a wonderful, um, his, has done a wonderful, he wrote on the back of his jersey, his practice jersey, uh, on how he felt about Dwayne. And Dwayne was big bro. I mean, you had Justin Fields as the middle child, and you got D- CJ Stroud as the baby brother, man. Because without Dwayne Haskins, there's no Justin Fields and C.J. Stroud. Yeah, the, there isn't. It, it's 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 the truth. And like it, it's we talk about men, we we talk about mental health 
obviously Cass. And I think like we obviously did the two part series on this. I think a big part of mental health is like grieving and grief and all that. I think that's something we got to factor in. And it's going to be interesting to see how the coaching staff, some of the players, Stroud kind of, you know, bounce back. I think Saturday when we, they, you know, they strap on the pads and everything in spring game, one thing, but how they go and kind of deal with his death throughout the season and honor him. And that's going to be something psychologically to, I think, you know, I want to, I want to, as someone I, needs to kind of look into that. Obviously, I don't think – I mean, I, I I might be wrong for saying this, but if something tragic – something tragically was going to happen to anybody that involved this Ohio State football team, I am kind, kind of glad – I know this sucks to say, but I'm kind of glad it happened this early in the year instead of right before – an actual foot. I don't want it to happen at all. I can sure. see, like, yeah, that's probably, not what I, you know. You worded it. You, you could word it better. I know yeah, I, 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 you could refine the idea better, but I know what you're saying because it's it, it, if it happened, like if it happened, you like, wouldn't want it to happen. I don't like, want it to like happen. Obviously, game, obviously, you like. I, I know what you're saying, but I think this team's gonna. It's gonna be. I you get the honor to be there. To see how they honor Dwayne Haskins. End of um, the first quarter, they're doing it too. Um, I did. I've been hearing that they're going to wear a DH decal on the back of their helmet. And Buckeye fans, I'm going to tell you, Dwayne Haskins' jersey should not be retired. No, it should. Okay, so but you can honor him in a in a in a way. It's. We, because yeah, the the retiring the jersey, it's uh, it's tough. I, it, we might you might make an exception in this case. It's tough. It's tough because we got Bill Willis. We retired. This I feel like might be like a Bill Willis type situation. Uh, Bill Willis I do think broke though, the color barrier. I do I do think though they need to with the the Bree was it the Drew Brees award? Yeah. They could they could make it like the Breeze Haskins Award because he broke Breeze records. I know the time, I know the error is different, but still, he's statistically yeah, get, get Greasy's best. name out of there. Breeze yeah, Haskins, yeah, Breeze Haskins, way better than Greasy. <laughs> get 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 Greasy out of here. Um, yeah, you can. The big that's the way the Big Ten can honor him. I think Ohio State doesn't need to retire his jer- a jersey, but retire the like not retire the name, but put the name in the stadium. Um. Maybe the fa- his foundation, um, his you know, uh, his you know, his, try, trying to think of nonprofit organization. Um, put something in his name at Ohio State. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not talking a statue outside of the stadium. Um, I honestly think that would be good, uh, like a statue, but like, like maybe like in the Buckeye Grove or something. Not like was he an All American? No, he, no, he wasn't. No. But like. That's make why it's all, ridiculous. Make, because make it honorary. It, it's not his fault he was an All American. He he should have met the Kyler Murray and Tua Tagovailoa. Like really, like that's not his fault he wasn't an All American. He should any other year if it was this year, like or the year before, easily an All American. No problem. He he probably wins the Heisman, but yeah. it, it's just it's just a matter of circumstance. I think you can you can do something for Haskins in the stadium, but the retires jersey. Um, 
that means you'd had to retire Terry Glenn's 83 and you would had to retire, uh, uh, Will Smith's 93. I mean, granted, I got, I've been, you know, talking to, you know, a buddy of mine who, you know, he's a friend of the show. He's a Penn state fan. My buddy AP, he, he also, he says that is the quarterback effect. Uh, you see, you know, a wide receiver, Terry Glenn, who lost his life tragically in a car accident as well. Will Smith was fatally shot six years on the same weekend. Same my day. Cousin, my cousin pointed that out. Insane. That's it's wild. Ominous, ominous and eerie. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, but I think the difference between both them, both Will Smith, Terry, uh, Terry Glenn, and Dwayne Haskins. They were a, uh, more they were, than a decade removed from Ohio State. Also, they they were finished with their NFL careers. They were, you know, yeah. retired. They at least, you know, had were able to have a family, retire, yeah. get into their golden years. Dwayne, it feels like, you know, we he and I think everyone got robbed. I think I truly believe. I think Buckeye Nation got robbed because we were all rooting for him. I, the Steelers, they got robbed. It's uh, uh, no and, one, no and, one won here. It's it's, it's going to be interesting so to see how Ryan Day goes forward with this. Maybe make the team MVP. Like at the end of the year, the but Ohio State awards a team MVP, making a Haskins award. You know, the Haskins award goes to, you know, you know they wear this the 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 the, the zero. What if this year they just give the zero? They make the zero and just. For Haskins or something and like that. I could see them for this season taking the decal that's on the back of their helmet and putting it on the 25-yard line, one of the 25-yard lines. Yeah. Well, well that means they got to redesign the stadium turf again. But Which, <laughs> this, which this Saturday's game is going to be the last game on the old turf. It is. <laughs> and they're going live tackling for the first time in Ryan Day's uh, tenure. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of nervous <laughs> about that. No, I'm not because we have so much depth. I, I think we'll be fine. I think the live tackling won't be on Jackson. I don't even think Jackson Smith and Jigba should be, or CJ Stroud or Travion Henderson should be suiting up and playing. Maybe no. one the, rep each. That, that those three you got to hold out, and then everyone else. You I want to see. Yeah, I mean, this is a segue, man. I got. I, I, we got a segue. We got to go into this uh, again. Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. We love you uh, as a Buck as Buckeye fans, but we got to move on and talk about the uh, spring game. Yeah. So I got tickets. There's like only like fifty thousand tickets have been sold. They're like five bucks. So I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. There's going to be there's going to be at least eighty ninety thousand people there because they're going to sneak people in. Shh. Well, the ushers. I mean. I'm going to be completely honest. The spring game, I don't think you even need to buy the ticket. I just buy the $5 ticket just to support the program. I, you basically could just show up at the gate. The ushers I don't really check, to be honest. Because at yeah. that point, it's just like anyone anyone who wants to come, it's it's essentially free. If you if you show your Buck ID, your former student, they, they let oh, you. Oh, the students are free anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, Parking's yeah. free. So, yeah, there's 50,000 tickets, but how many students will probably show up? And then I know a lot of students might because of the Haskins thing. I think, yeah, I think we'll get a big turnout for it. But offense, That's, I mean, the spring game is going to be – I love the mentality the team's going with. Instead of – because last year, what was it, like Brutus versus Buckeye or something oh stupid? 
two and touched. We got to see all three quarterbacks deal it out. Um, by the way, bless you, Dan. I see him in the screen. <laughs> yeah, this video sneezing. But allergy yeah. season. Oh God, I I've had those all week this week. So in the today's the best day I felt. But yeah, offensively, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we don't need to see CJ Stroud out there. We don't need to see Jackson Smith and Jigba. We don't need to see uh, Travion Henderson. I don't even need to see Marvin Harrison Jr. Really, or like a Buka. I, I, I don't, or Paris Johnson. I want to see honestly. I think what we're all curious about is the defense. I want to see. I, I want to see a. I want to see a lot of the linebackers. Definitely the defensive line. The young pups on the defensive line. I want to see Caden Curry. I mean, he's been flashing. Kai Stokes. These guys that they've been raving about. I want to see our young corners. Uh, Jaqueline Johnson, Jordan Hancock. I also want to see what Tanner McAllister can do. See how he kind of you know calls a defense. All right, before I gotta go, I, I have to throw I have to throw eleven Warriors under the bus. Somebody wrote an article about Tanner McAllister really picking up Jim Knowles' defensive schemes. Duh, he was at <laughs> Oklahoma State last year. <laughs> Tennessee Jeff knew he was at Oklahoma <laughs> State last year. Like, that was a stupid article to write. Why did you write about Tanner McAllister really picking up the schemes of Jim Knowles' defense? I think, they're, I think they were saying that he's, like, bas- basically he's the, the coach out there. And, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> and he's basically – he's the guy that, you know, if Tanner McAllister can basically – is picking up on it. He's basically giving that Jim Knowles the thumbs up that hey, these guys know what we're doing. Like you can, right. you can I, I I think that's where they're getting at. And I just had to make fun of it. I mean, I I like the guys that Eleven Warriors are cool guys, but the way they were re, did the headline. But then again, there's a lot of dumb Buckeye fans out there. I mean, oh, I would God. hope I would hope he's picking up on the defense. Yes, he's I not picking too. up on his the defense after he's been there a few years. There might be an issue. But I could see why they made that headline. Because there's a lot of dumb Buckeye fans out there that think they know what they're talking about. I got an argument with this guy about G. Scott Jr., who's been freaking balling in spring ball. And this and they this guy all of a sudden when Kate Stover had to move back to tight end because he wasn't Kate Stover moved back to tight end because there was no depth at tight end. And two, there was so much depth at linebacker. This guy wanted to argue with me about uh, yeah, he, uh, G. Scott's not getting it done. Uh, I don't understand why they're not playing him, blah, blah, blah. It's like, are you really paying attention to these articles? Or this dude has been one of the best, you know, bright spots of the spring. He's been great. It's just him and Joey Royer, our boy, Afro man. I, th- I mean, with Scott, he's going to be a – a receiving mismatch nightmare. The problem is just right. can he block Stover? We know we he's going to be he's going to be like hit. a Luke Farrell type tight end. Regardless, can, it's can we catch. can put him. He's going to be able to basically be another lineman for us, which he, is great. What, he can catch that. and he can block. Um, I think he, I think he could be Jeff Hireman. I think he could be go up that scale of Jeff Hireman. Um. I, I think, would say Nick Vanette is his ceiling. Like Nick, yeah, Nick Vanette. I think, I think G. Scott is – he has – I don't know that I'm throwing this. I'm giving him so much a high ceiling. But he's got – he reminds me of 
like a Kellen Winslow-esque. Yeah, I could see that. Um, Big. (laughs) He's not tall, but he's big, strong, fast, could catch. I want to see how he blocks. I was going to say, I mean, G. Scott could be – this might not be the best example, but from like, I guess, Ohio State, what we have like to compare him to. I would say a more athletic, more obviously gifted Marcus Ball. Exactly. Rashad Berry. Yeah. Rashad Berry would be a perfect example if they played Rashad Berry. They kept flipping. That's the thing with Rashad Berry. They kept flipping him. Rashad Rashad Berry's more Cade Stover, honestly, when you kind of look. But he was athletic. Yes, so, he was. But yeah, the, the notes. That's why I go back to Buckeye fans. Are, some Buckeye fans are stupid because how do you know when these practices are closed and articles are in close to the public, media is there, and the media is writing about how G Scott is doing? How are you going to sit there and say, "Why aren't they playing G Scott?" Well, I've been hearing. What have you been hearing? <laughs> Like, come on. Like, you've been hearing a, a knockoff version of the, the Bunch of Nuts podcast, guys? I mean, I'm sure there's a knockoff version of us. I mean. It's called, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't want to start, I don't want to do a podcast. I don't want to start Dot podcast. Dot the I or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I don't right. want to start podcast. If I could start naming podcasts, but I'm not going to do it. I don't want to no, start. No, I'm not either. Because I like I everyone. Some, yeah, I like, there's some great people, but. Offensively, I there's not. I don't. I think the tight ends position is going to be the weakest position. Well, yeah. Uh, offensively, it, because we lost Jeremy Rucker, uh, and there's still an unknown. But the potential of K- G. Scott, Joey Royer, and um, and uh, Kate Stover. Kate Stover. That we fine. I don't want to see Stroud. I want to see how Kyle McCord developed, and I want to see Devin Brown. That's what we all. I mean, that's going to be. That's going to be a crazy battle, especially if they're if because if it's they're splitting up to offense versus defense, and they're going let's say against the first team defense, we're going to learn real quick about Kyle McCord and Devin Brown and her defense. We already know. Look, if Stroud Stroud's out there and he's shredding our defense, I don't want don't hit the panic button because I think Stroud is going to shred every defense. But also too, let's not. Let's not if Stroud, you know, misses a few throws or throws a pick. Let's not overreact because Justin Fields, I think, in the, his first spring game wasn't great either. It, Stroud ain't going to play much. No, he doesn't have to. We know what we're going to get from him. I want to see because you're not going to see blitzes. You're not going to see called blitzes. I want to see, like you said, the the young DBs go at it. I want to see what the scheme is going to be. Who's going to be that stand up Russian? Is it going to be JT Tui Molau? Is it going to be Jack Sawyer? Is it going to be Mar- uh, Zach Harrison? Also, I'm going to see what Zach Harrison has, you know, how how he's kind of developed in this defense. I want to see if Tyleek Williams gets out there. I, I, You know who I'm really excited to see on the offensive side of the ball? And I think we'll have a, he'll get a, a ton of touches is Evan Pryor. And Jaden Ballard. Yeah. I, that's, those two, I've been hearing nothing but – Jaden Ballard, man, he could. Sne- they, he's gonna. I bet you Chris he sneaks Olave his way into said, a rotation. Yeah, Chris Olave said he could be. He's probably the best wide receiver in that room. But I, I mean, I don't I mean Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, I don't, it's, I, I, I don't know. I think what he meant was like raw talent, like the raw talent. Mm. 
of Jaden Ballard. I mean, you we got so many wide receivers. Uh, I want to see what uh, the freshman, uh, the linebacker, he hasn't lost his black stripe yet. Maybe he loses it at the spring game. Maybe they've Number been 11. waiting. Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, did you see the video? I think um, I want to say Dave Biddle posted it of him and Travion Henderson going at it uh, in Casper. Yeah. Yeah, I was in. That was pretty good. I mean, that was a really good video. I, I mean, CJ Hicks, I think, has a chance to be almost like a Micah Parsons. I think he could start this year. Maybe not. That's tough. I definitely could see him having maybe a not Raquan, start, but a being a very type role. Yeah, maybe not start like Raekwon McMillan, but get a very very good role. Um, also, like I can see, like I see him playing thirty to. 35 snaps easily a game. He's going to he's going to see the field. He'll be in there no problem. Yeah, um, Milton's going to be in playing in too. Uh didn't he move to DN? Back to DN. Yeah, you know what? They've had him actually at the jack position too. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, they've had obviously Sorted, but Mel- Milton has been has been also another guy at the jack. So he might be a guy that flashes. Could, could this I mean, I don't think Josh Proctor is going to play. There's no way. Even if he was cleared to play, I don't see him suiting up and playing just to risk more injury to that leg. No, he's been – so he's been, like, practicing. Like, Yeah. He's I don't, been not, like, contact from my understanding, but he's, you know, he's had the, the helmet, the shoulder pads, the uppers on. He's been doing, like, the, the workouts, the stretching, some of the ball I do predict. I do predict that it's going to be him and Court Williams at safety. No, Tanner McAllister, is, I mean, they're going to rotate a lot of guys. You're talking about Cam Martinez. You're talking about Denzel Burke, Jordan Hancock, uh, Johnson, uh, Tanner McAllister, Josh Proctor, Court Williams. This defense is loaded this year. It's And I, it I, sucks I, that we saw Legend Cavacious have to walk. Yeah, it, you know what, though? It's, he, he was kind of like a tweener because he – he and he, he he'll I think he'll you know he'll bounce back he'll go somewhere he'll he'll be fine but he was kind of a tweener because he was originally a safety but then they're trying to make him a corner and they're trying to make him like a slot guy it's that doesn't he he needs to find his true position and I he, right. unfortunately he I don't think in our defense he was a good fit I can see him going to like a like a pit or like a, a smaller smaller power five school and having a better role somewhere in state. Yeah, like I, I noticed, like the saying is, "Oh, if you can't play at Ohio State, then you know you're not just gonna go play." Oh, no. but look what Luka Cooper's doing in Mizzou. Like, yeah, it, come I on, think he could go have a. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be a first round pick when he no. leaves, but I, I can see him definitely having a successful. He comes from a great family. Like, come on, give the guy a break. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I just hope that the spring game would come out healthy. Uh, we do a great tribute to Dwayne Haskins. I hope Dan has a great time. Um, hopefully the sun's out. Get a little sun. Enjoy the nice weather. It is, uh, it's going to be beautiful. Enjoy Buckeye Nation, the you know the spring pet band. And take one last look at the turf. That turf had a lot of memories. A lot of great players played on that turf. We get ready to have a new turf come in. And um, I, yeah, uh. I hope... I hope it's a good time. It's going to rain Saturday now. It was supposed to be sunny. <laughs> it's going to rain. Let me see. High of 57, low of 37, 70% chance of showers. 50% on my end. 
That's annoying. <laughs> it was literally showing me it was gonna be like sixty five and sunny like two hours ago. It'll change. Hopefully. It'll change. I mean, if it's fifty some degrees, it's still a change as long as yeah. it's not raining. But when's it gonna rain? That's the question. Better hope for the morning. What if it like it's just pouring until the end of the first quarter and then they do the tribute and like the skies open up and like the beam of oh. light comes down? That'd be sick. That's how you know he he's watching. Dwayne Haskins from above, please help Buckeye Nation not send get soaked. Send good weather. Please. Send good weather so we could see the two court backup quarterbacks sling it and Evan Pryor and Evan Pryor and Marcus Crowley go at it at running back. Because <laughs> we don't need to see Mayan Williams run the ball. We don't need to see Travion run the no, ball. No, if if Mayan's running in full contact, we might lose like two or three linebackers. We like we we might be we might be low on linebackers before the season starts. I don't want I like you can make some business decisions if Mayan's running downhill at you. Yeah. I, I support that in the spring game. All right. So one former Buckeye came out and said that he he is in the place he he feels right and where he needs to be. Quinn yours. He's on. He's second on the depth chart, so I think that's perfect for him. He's right where he needs to be, and that's in Austin. The overhyped Texas Longhorns. If you look at ESPN, they're the big shot to make the playoffs with Georgia, Clemson, with Alabama, Clemson, fighting with Clemson for that, uh, fighting with Georgia and Clemson for that last spot. Because right now, yes, every. ESPN poll has Ohio State and Alabama locks in the playoff. Yeah. But the other three are fighting for that last third and fourth well, spot. Hudson Card is currently number one on the depth chart for, for Texas. I just want to point that out. Dude, it's going to be Quinn yours, wouldn't it? Y- you would think, but. Mr. Million Dollar Man himself. Which, I mean, we're, we're going to get into a whole NIL thing in a few minutes with some other Ohio State athlete, but. I mean, you would think you would think Ewers would start, but Hudson Card is currently leading on the depth chart, and uh, it's interesting. He did throw five touchdowns last year, one pick. Um, uh, he's a freshman. He's played obviously for Texas last year, so it's going to be interesting to see if Mister Card can win that job. If if he wins the job. That's, I mean, then yours is Martell 2.0. I mean, we're going to start be approaching that territory. Dude, I really hope Texas does somehow make the playoffs and we play them in the first round and annihilate them. And and Jack Sawyer and JT Tui Maloow sack Quinyers five times each. So I was looking at, so this is my, if I if I had to go today with my my playoff, what would your playoff be? Because I have my playoff, and this is this is just looking at the spring games, yeah, and just being irrational and just kind of having fun with it. I, me, I have uh, Ohio State, Alabama, and the two other teams I have are going to be Baylor, and I'm going to do uh, what Pitt, Baylor, Pitt, Ohio State, Bama. That that's my playoff right now. I'm starting, dude. With. Why have the playoffs? <laughs> Um, so Alabama, Ohio state, there's no question. Like, no question. No question. I'm going to throw it out there. 
Laugh at me. It's going to be just like you pick and pick. South Carolina. Oh, uh, stop. Spencer. Stop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, I'm going to go USC because I look. Uh, you look at their schedule. It's very favorable. You got you got Lincoln Riley out there and Caleb Williams who've been together for a while. And tell me in the Pac-12 besides Oregon is going to compete with them. And I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say Texas A&M. That's bold, but I, I could see that. Yep. I, It'll be Ohio State versus Texas A&M, Alabama, USC. I mean, Penn has a favorable schedule, too. I mean, they play their, their non-conference game. They play Tennessee, uh, which is – and West Virginia. So they play Tennessee and West Virginia. Who has JT Daniels. We'll see. It's, you, were te- you were texting me today, too. You're like, oh, why is Pitt ranked top 10? But, like, I was watching their spring game. They didn't look too bad today. And there are 10 it's, people in their stands. It's Heinz Field, baby. <laughs> um, but, yeah. it. Yeah, I'm looking at the preseason ESPN FBI, what they're top – the, they are pretty good to the top 10. Uh, Auburn, 10. Pitt, 9. Oklahoma, 8. Michigan, 7. Texas, 6. Notre Dame, 5. Clemson four, Georgia three, Ohio State two, Alabama one. Let me tell you, I think Clemson's dead. If, <laughs> I think they're 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 and, and they got to go to Notre Dame. Notre Dame could be that. Maybe here, they they're going to lose to Ohio State week one. That's going to be a big data point too, because if Ohio State beats Notre Dame and Notre Dame, let's say beats runs Clemson or keeps it close, that's and just runs. That's the a field. big data point. Yeah, and watch Notre Dame. I don't – I really don't. They left – they lost their – by far their best player in Kai Hamilton, who's now in the NFL, going to be in, drafted in the NFL. So which, by the way, uh, we'll have a whole episode donated about the – that's got to be next week because the, the draft is on the 20 – it's two weeks from now. So next week's going to be another big episode for us. It is going to be all spring game and the draft. It's going to be our wild reactions to the spring game. We're going to, I mean, we're going to hype up everything. It's going to be Jaden Ballard is going to make a five yard catch and be like, he is the bullet in the cough winner. Like we're going to be going nuts. And uh, CJ Hicks going to win the uh, Buckus award. Yeah. It's, it's vintage post spring game reaction. I mean, you're going to see. You're going to Hannah McAllister winning the Thorpe award. <laughs> Can't. It literally it's which by the way Noah Ruggles is back that dude is taking home the the uh the Lou Groza award. I am going to be so mad if like Noah Ruggles becomes like a head case this year and just starts shanking field goals or who was that who was that kicker we had that made that made some good field goals and the next year it just felt like he couldn't make make anything who was that oh who was that guy what year was it? It was just a couple years ago. What was it, it was after. Deal? It was after Nuremberger. Who was the guy at Clemson? Durbin, Tyler Durbin. Oh, Tyler Durbin. I feel bad. People were mean to him after that game. <laughs> People were saying some mean stuff to him. But 
You want to talk about NIL. Let's talk yeah. about it. So well, this is kind of what I want to wrap up the show with. So um, Michi Johnson's gone. <laughs> so he's in the transfer portal. Uh, Chris Holtman, once again, another big time recruit. Doesn't develop him. Leaves a year late. A year well, well, let me tell you. Don't COVID, get me started. I don't want to really get you started, but I'm blaming COVID for one of the years. Just, just so you know. That's all. That's all I'm saying. We're not going to go in depth. It's this COVID's fault. He can't make three pointers and become a true point guard. Yeah, that's true. It is. It is Holtman's fault too, to an extent, because I'm tired of getting the Jimmy Sotos and the uh, the uh, the guys who play point guard that are from the transfer portal. Which, by the way, he is part of that foundation. That's yeah. So like, five, yeah. This is what I want to touch upon, though. So like five or six days ago, he posts, I'm so excited to be part of the NIL fun with, you know, Schottenstein and Cardale and Urban and Prestige Worldwide. And then five days later, he's in the transfer portal. What happened? To go play for Jeff Bulls and the Ohio Bobcats in Athens. Yeah, like, go enjoy Bowling Green. Have fun, buddy. But it's <laughs> like, go, like, go enjoy With your hair. You could go. To Athens, play for Jeff Bulls, a former coach at Ohio State, who should probably be in the running to probably be our head coach. He's turned that program around in uh, OU. Bring in no. Michi Johnson. Oh. He can dye his hair with green tips. <laughs> it's just the with the NIL, with NIL. So, it, I mean, it's either it's either he was just very unhappy with Holtman and his role. This is the way I'm looking at it. He's either really unhappy with Holtman and his role and was going to leave regardless, and the NIL thing was kind of like a last-ditch effort to save him, or it's more it's more ominous and it's just our NIL fun is just not good at all and just can't keep guys. Do you know who else is in the transfer portal? Who? Justin Arns. Fair enough. I mean, he wasn't. I mean, he didn't sign an NIL deal. I hear though before. that Columbus State needs a shooting guard. Oh my god! The Columbus State Cougars need a shooting guard. <laughs> you know he's gonna go to like Butler, and he's, he's gonna, gonna go to Illinois State, and he's Ryan gonna Peden. rain threes there somehow. And we're gonna play Illinois State in the first round of the NCAA tournament as a three seed, and they're a fourteen seed who squeaked in by winning their conference. And he's going to hit eight three-pointers against us. And we're going to barely squeak by Illinois State. Like, there's a there's a 100% chance, too. It's going to be, it's going to be like, a, a Tuesday in January next year. We're going to be watching random, you know, random programs play basketball during the, the week. The SWAC conference. Yeah. And Ohio Valley We're conference. going to see Michi Johnson dropping 35 against some poor souls. Like we're going to watch Justin Arns. We're going to watch Justin Arns at Illinois State uh, drop 50 on South Indiana Tech. Uh, yeah. We're going to watch Michi Johnson we, in the first game of, to play ID, uh, play against IDC, IDC, IP, IPUPI or Indiana, <laughs> whatever, IUP. What was that college from the show, the movie Accepted? South Harmony Institute of Technology. Shit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. South Harmon. Shit sandwiches. 
uh yeah i and what was the master uh romeo master c idc ec college or something like that I, I don't know. university of phoenix devry like Wait, is university of phoenix still a thing yeah no they're, they're thr- look they're gonna go they're, wherever they go they're gonna go be great i 100 percent know it i know how hey, this works but we did get the right state guy we're gonna get a dude we're gonna get a transfer from colgate or we're gonna get a dude from like fordham and by the way the dude that played for uh that new jersey team that made the run with the stash yeah, Doug. He Doug transferred Doug to Brian. Yeah, like which which annoys me because it's like one, he definitely could have played at Ohio State. I think. I think if I mean <laughs> if Doug Eater was our was our wing as opposed to Justin Orange, like, like we just put him on the wing to defend. Dude, we weren't we, a seven seed. We were five. But we we go we go, we go to Final Four. <laughs> we go to Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> I'm telling you, go to the Sweet Sixteen. We need more, we, we we need we have too many cats like as that coach said we have too many cats on this team we need more dogs like that guy is a dog right for sure uh, just run down on spring sports real quick uh, lacrosse has kind of hit a, a buzzsaw a little bit we talked about their uh, tough tough run and I think they're handling it pretty well they are eight and three. Uh, they just beat Johns Hopkins and Penn State after losing to Rutgers 17-8. to But they got two games left. They're all uh, – this weekend are at Maryland. Whew. And then they finish up with Michigan and Columbus April 24th. I mean, I'm going to be real. I, the, Maryland's a buzzsaw too because they're yeah. usually the number one team. If they can beat Michigan, though, that's always a win. I think that's always like a big win. Yeah. And – then yeah. I mean, from there, what is it? The tournament? They got a Big Ten tournament. And then from there, if they just get in the NCAA. And the baseball team uh, got swept last week by Nebraska. I was there. That was... And they lost to Dayton. I was watching. It was, it was actually on ESPN, the game against Dayton. They were down, I think, like 8 nothing in the 8th. They're 11-18. and 18. They did beat Youngstown State. Beat Michigan State twice and lost to Michigan State. They're back on a two-game losing streak. They got destroyed by Dayton, 6 nothing. They head to Maryland this week to take on Maryland. I don't know how good Maryland is, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no one does. And, uh, I'm sorry. Can we get some of the NIL money towards the baseball team? Like, right. like let's stop paying Michi, the Michi Johnsons of the world, the Quinn Ewers of the world, and let's just put some money towards our baseball program. Um, our softball team had Penn State. Last week, but got postponed to the rain. Uh, they they took two out of three against Michigan State. Got swept by Northwestern. Which Northwestern's a powerhouse softball team in the Big Ten. Uh, the softball team's four and five, but they're twenty four and ten on the season, ranked twenty third in the country. They head to Iowa City this weekend, uh, starting tomorrow to take on the Hawkeyes. Um, and then they got their Tuesday matchups against Penn State this week before they head up to Ann Arbor next weekend. So enjoy some softball. It's a baseball. Um, if you have ES- ESPN Plus, you can find a lot of the games on there. Actually, if they're if they're playing, but I've noticed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, MLB baseball is going on. Uh, we both picked up the dude from Cleveland Guardians, Quan. <laughs> Stephen Quan, I'm, dude. Stephen Quan. I added him. I added him like a day, like 15 minutes before first pitch on opening day. Had him in my starting lineup. I have 
best best addition in fantasy baseball history. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm winning eleven nothing um, right now in my category. I hate I hate, I hate the Guardians because they swept took two games out of my Reds. Reds get ready to play the Dodgers right now. They suck, man. The Reds owner, the Reds owner organization is just trash. I don't want to get into it because it's not a MLB baseball podcast. But that's all I have. Opening weekend of campings this weekend. I'm all excited. Unfortunately, I do get to miss the spring game. Dan, enjoy the spring game, my friend. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just excited to be in the shoe. It's it's, it's a casual event too. I'm not like. I'm not Dan's gonna, be, gonna leave at halftime. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, I'm not staying. I'm not staying the entire. I'm gonna. He might. Go. He might watch the first quarter. Watch the Dwayne Haskins tribute. Stay for the second half. Watch whatever they do at halftime, and he's been moving. Like middle game. third, we're probably gonna head out and then go get on with our Saturday. Maybe try to hit a Clippers game. Go to a Crew Ooh, game. Clippers I don't know. sound good. There's, I want to go to Clippers. Yeah, it's it's like. $10 tickets Saturday night, but Dude, you could get $5 tickets on Saturday night for Clippers. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Make sure you ring your bell if you go. I, oh, I got them. But, I mean, Cass, that's all I really got. Anything else before we put a pin in it? Nope. Enjoy your guys' weekend. Um, happy Easter. Hoppy Easter. Hoppy, Hoppy Easter. Easter. Uh, don't eat too much chocolate or eggs or you have a tummy ache. <laughs> Enjoy your enjoy spending time with family and have a great weekend, everybody, and go Bucks. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Bunch of Nuts podcast. And as Cash just mentioned, go Bucks.